welcome to the J Train Podcast. That's right. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. That's right. We take. We take your emails every Monday, Thursday, and we answer them as, as well as we can. And you send them in and we commiserate every Monday and Thursday. Maybe I started singing too fast with the intro. That's right. J Train Podcast. Monday, Thursday. Podcast at gmail.com Make it your Instagram story right now Hey, ho, yo, you, now Let's go We're here at the Feather Nation Studios A capacity virtual audience Per usual I got Shelby on the ones and twos I got you at home Doing whatever you do But I'm right in your ears, baby I'm here to get you through Put your brain on the shelf. Do it right now. Papa JT's at the week. And listen, you gotta keep sending those emails, jtrainpockets.gmail.com. We have some interesting things that are on the horizon with the show. Some subtle and not subtle changes are, are, are coming up, Shelby. We've been discussing. You know, I'm always tinkering. I'm always, you know, I'm always in my shed working on the craft, right? You can't just be complacent. No, because other podcasts start every day. Mm -hmm. And I got to make sure you people are motivated to share. Tell a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll take the earless community too. So listen, all you got to do, make it your Instagram story. But I think the changes are coming and I think they're exciting. And I think what it does is open us up to newer listeners and and keeps the old ones because and it's listen every i'm being vague but this is all to say go on patreon right now because we're doing some great stuff right the best stuff the best right shelby you know he's involved in the business but you know he you're i would say shelby you're a very honest guy you don't you don't you always you don't mince words that's right Mm -hmm. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. The Luxury Lounge is a hit. People so go. love that. People really love that. That could be a part of our changes. So that might become something that we enter into the fray here. So Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. I'm also on the road, on the road again. Telling funnies on the road again. Albany. Uh, Atlantic City, Connecticut, Bridgeport. But the fall is really where it turns up. That's where we go to our hot spots. Um, Boston and Austin. But those aren't even on the calendar yet. But listen, it's all coming, baby. So listen, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. But Albany, if you're if you're in Albany, let's, let's get that group chat together. Assemble. Um, is there anything else, Shelby, that we have to announce before we bring on our guests? Nothing that I can think of. Um, well, listen, uh, oh, YouTube, get subscribed there. If you're high YouTube land, you've been very good to us, YouTube, but I need, need more of you. Also, I'm doing things on TikTok. I'm, I'm really getting into the TikTok world. My dance moves are getting better every day. Wizard of Haas on TikTok. So very excited. Hit that button. We got a new guest. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. A new guest. They are co-host of the Ruined Podcast, also a writer, coming to us from L.A., Hallie Kiefer. Thank you for coming on. Man, this this is about a fanfare for me. Just it feels. I feel like you're just pulling back a curtain and they're just like a can of beans. <laughs> this was amazing. Your energy, this is incredible. Listen, Thank you for having me we- on. We came to party. We don't, we take this, this podcast isn't a sip your coffee podcast. Mm -hmm. This is a shoot, you know, we inject the Red Bull into your veins and get you going. So, but I'm super excited to have you here, Hallie. For the listeners at home, how do I book guests? Sometimes it's a friend. (laughs) Sometimes it's a, you know, a comic that I see and I'm like that person, you know, you know, love them. And then sometimes it's like, I believe in the transitive property of life. (laughs) 
if I like someone, I can trust that I'm going to like someone they like. And this is an Allison Libby Connect, who's been on this podcast many times, and she loves you. You guys co-host a podcast called Ruin, so I'm I'm pumped. At, so this is really the first time we've ever spoken, which is I know uh, I, I think a fun think, cool thing. I'm trying to think if we ever even met. Like I talk to Allison all day, every day, and I know she constantly refers to you as a good friend. I know you guys hung out, you got martinis, but got somehow, tannies. yeah, it's like we like she is the 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 middle section of our Venn diagram. Yes. And, and and I guess it will always be that way because I live in L.A. So and you live in New York. Right. So we're going to figure it out at one meet? point. I, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, and I think a lot of people are in that position where they're like a year later on Zoom and you don't think about it. You're like, I've never even like hung out with this person in person. Yeah. And yeah. It's like that strange segue from like, well, I enjoy them. So I'm very much a big believer in like fr- asking people on friend dates, which I think is mm. uh, will be good for the co- the question we have this week is um, I very much believe in like asking people who you barely know out for, on a friend date, but being very specific that it's like, we're going to get coffee. I, I'm interested in t- like being a friend because, you know, but- I think you have to be clear about that. But I've had people do that to me and I loved it and I was so flattered. And I would say two of them, we ended up being friends. So it, it, it worked at least a percentage of the time. It, the crowd <laughs> here you. at Feather Nation Studios is touched. <laughs> I, I do think those are actually soul fulfilling. Like they yes. they fill you up a little bit because um you actually like I think I live my life avoiding plans I have. Mm-hmm. Like you know like like someone I I'm <laughs> I'm here in Boca right now and then I was in Miami um last night just drove back to Boca to my parents place and uh in Miami someone was like when are you coming back and I was like <laughs> Um, I don't know, but I, and then I started like looking at the calendar and I was like, Jer-, and in my head I go, don't make any promises. This will like ruin your, yeah. your, your life. <laughs> like, like, don't even put it, just say you'll be back when, cause I'm like such a pleaser where I'm like, mm. I'll be back on this date at this time. And then I get to that time. I'm like, I can't do this. What was I even promising? And it's like, I think we do that with the friend date where you're like, Hey, mm. you want to like get coffee and like, you know, and then you're like, ah, do I want to? And then you go on it, you go. Oh, that was cool. I like. Th- I do like that person. We're we're cool. And unlike a real date, you could literally go for an hour, at least with my friends, and be like, "All right, I got. I'm done." You know. And then it's like, "Thank you. I want to go home too." So you know, you could both say like, "We're going to meet for coffee for an hour, catch up," and then we'll both head out, and it will be what we wanted it to be. True friends can end a hangout with, "All right, I think." A, a well placed all right yeah, ends a absolutely. phone ends a phone call ends mm-hmm. a coffee. All right, I, yep. you know I I think that's like how you know you're like hitting it off with someone when you can do that <laughs> completely. And I guess it's different if you're younger. And I feel like I have listened to your podcast. You do get uh, messages from a lot of younger people, and I do feel like yeah. one of the nice things about aging is that like you know your friends are also aging as well. So. Very rarely do I have friends out there like I want to go out all night. You know, it's obviously pre-pandemic. Most of my friends are like I want to go out until about eleven, and then we could all just go home. Like we don't have I, to do this. You know, age makes you in touch with time, mm-hmm. and and that might sound like the most obvious thing that's ever been said <laughs> in the entire world, but like you, the value of time is so different when you're thirty-six, mm-hmm. uh, thirty. You know, even twenty-eight, then twenty-two. When someone's like. 22 someone's like let's go we're doing a weekend and and you go we're in i'm mm-hmm. look get in the car jump in and no one even thinks twice and you yeah. go and if someone said like we're doing a weekend let's go and i'd be like where are we sleeping where am i right um how long is this trip gonna take who is going and, right. and you know like you have all these extra questions that you don't learn until you get older you're like no i want this to taste good i want this to feel good i don't want to walk yeah I, it, it's important that the days after i don't regret <laughs> absolutely the days i had the number of four hour bus rides like i remember taking to like dc or boston because i had one friend who was like you should come I'm like yeah why not and now it's like you i would you would have to force me onto a bus of that length at, at gunpoint like there's no <laughs> way i'm sitting on a bus for longer than an hour tops get that time, bus like, great yeah <laughs> i just imagine someone like you're gonna get coffee you're gonna have fun in boston <laughs> you're gonna get clam chowder yeah so listen hallie i'm pumped to have you i think everyone should go follow you at Thank Hallie you. Kiefer on Instagram. But most importantly, Hallie co-hosts a podcast with our friend Allison Libby, and it's called Ruined. And here's what we do. We, we're we pimping a podcast today. So 
What you do, add it to your library, pause the show right now, subscribe, and it's going to be there for you when you need it. Maybe, you know, like, I, you know, I don't know when people listen to J-Train. I know that I'm here for you. Maybe I'm on a schedule. Maybe I'm your morning. Maybe I'm your afternoon. Maybe I'm what you go to bed to, to at night. I listen to podcasts, so I know to someone, everyone listening, that's an understandable thing. Like, I have podcasts. I go to bed to at night. I, I just like, you know, some random dude is singing me a lullaby in sports terms. So I understand that. It's always good to have something in the library that maybe is different than what you listen to regularly. And I think Ruined, it could be that for you. Hallie, explain Ruined to the people because I think it's a great concept and they're going to have fun with it. Um, so every week I ex- explain in, in ex- explicit detail, better than any Wikipedia article you're ever going to find, the plot, and the, the nuance, the highs and lows of a horror movie. And I explained mm. to Allison Livey, friend of the pod, um, who hates horror movies and cannot stand to watch them in real life, but does want to know all the twists and turns. And I feel like as it's good That's for right. both. It's, it's good for both <laughs> people who genuinely can't watch horror, but also good people who are horror fans who just want to listen to two people very funny people talk about their favorite movies which i do like i also listen to like on youtube people recounting their opinion about a horror movie even though i've seen it like five times i don't know what that is what part of the human brain but if you are someone who does that we're like oh like i listen to like a true crime podcast i've already seen something about the actual murder or whatever if you're someone who just wants to hear a story recounted this podcast is for you well, I would also say that, like, the fun part of, like, movie podcasts, especially with funny people, which you both are, is, like, looking at the ridiculous in it. Mm-hmm. Like, that side angle you never knew about. Like, the or you, you always saw it, but you never, like, you know, bit your teeth into it. And you guys will sink your teeth into it. Absolutely, and I feel like there's so many horror movies where it's like at a glance, like, oh, why would they do this? But what we, what I always remind Allison is they don't know they're in a horror movie, and that's yes. what's so fun about it. It's like we know, we know all the mistakes they're making. They just think it's a regular day, and is that the most horrifying thing of all? I guess. Yeah, and, and how would you act in the similar situation? You're being mm-hmm. chased. This person makes a right. Would you make a right, or would you make a left, or would you go backwards? What What would you do? is a fun conversation. There's fun games to be had with movies you've already seen or haven't seen at all. And I think that's like, this is what you're, again, put your brain on the shelf. Let's have fun with some friends. Exactly. We did have a, our older producer said that he's like, I listened to it and it really is a podcast I could fall asleep to. And I take that as the highest compliment because <laughs> I'll fall asleep right. to a podcast every night. You know? You do? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I that's just how falls- I fall asleep. And I, unfortunately, like, uh, uh, my boyfriend, Dave Schilling, uh, he has a great podcast, Galaxy Brains. He has the um, air earbuds. What are they? AirPods. And AirPods, so, yeah. But I just have a regular pair of headphones. So in the morning, I just like tangled in it every morning. Oh, so you wear bad. headphones to bed? Yeah, yeah. You know they have these pillows that you can like plug your pillow in. Oh, maybe I should do that. I don't know. Somebody, it's a bad system. I'm going to end up killing myself inadvertently. <laughs> but yeah, every Hallie night. died from strangulation of her old AirPods because she wouldn't invest in the new one. But that would hurt my ears, too. I usually have to take one out because I'm on, I'm laying on my side. It's a bad system, Jared. And I, I, you're listening. Don't do it. It's just it's bad <laughs> for your body all around. Well, I've been listening to radio, talk radio to go to bed since I've been probably oh, 10 years. 10 years old so I, I understand this like uh, but in my strategy is I use the sleep timer and Ooh. I've said what well, luxury lounge is a podcast that I do on patreon where we have luxury issues and we complain about them and no <laughs> one can like get mad at you for it um, and one of the luxury lounge issues was for me was that Spotify only has a 30 minute or a 15 minute 15. This is a three bear situation. Too too oh, short, okay. too long. I like a twenty Ooh. minute timer, and I've been using twenty minutes my whole life until now. This is but fascinating. I would put I put my phone on twenty minute a thirty minute timer, and that's how I fall asleep like every single night. But I just have it on in the ether. Do you, Jared? Do, are you? Do you have a partner? Are you dating someone? Is there someone else in the room? And what did they? Did they care? Would it bother them? Or they're just sort of used to it? I guess. They're used to it. They okay. they're they're used to it, um, and and but that's an important part for like finding a partner. Yeah, is like 
are we cool with a random dude talking to me in the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah, a strange man's <laughs> voice in the dark. Well, I remember one time we went to, uh, David and I went to a hotel and he didn't, you know, we, he like has to run the AC and have a fan on his face. Like he's incredibly hot, but it's also like the sound, like the white noise, like a lot of people need. And mm. we went to some hotel and they had like a sound machine and he's like, oh, great. So he turns out like waves or whatever. And I was up all night because it sounded like we were inside a washing machine. So it's like, <laughs> I could do white noise, but it was just like crashing waves all night. I, and so I don't know if I could do like a, a radio on, but it is well, only for a little bit. It's like cilantro, you know, like mm-hmm. some people are like, it tastes like soap. Get it out of my face. And then other people are like, it's delicious. You know, yeah. like, but I'm, yeah. I'm pumped to have you here, Hallie. Um, we want everyone to go follow you uh, at Hallie Kiefer and the podcast ruined, ruined. Shelby, are you a, a horror movie fan? Big one. Well, good. Big ones. one. Yeah. Good ones. What, okay. So what's your favorite horror? I'm not a horror movie guy. I've watched them. I mean, I, I but I'm just like. I don't know. Let it's me, just never. Let, let me go get something. Uh oh. What are you getting? I like the Shelby's. Audience. I like Shelby's energy. It is. Uh, some would say we're the perfect match. Yeah, I am it, here the combination and, is really nice. Yeah, the combination. I am ranting and raving, and Shelby brings me back to reality every mm-hmm. single time. He is the calming force that keeps this podcast afloat. Absolutely. Shelby has a surprise for us. If you're on YouTube, youtube.com slash Jared Freed. You can see this right now. Um, and he's holding up. What is that? The girl's head from Hereditary. It's a oh. puzzle. Oh, it's a oh puzzle. My. That's yeah. gnarly, man. Um, so what is, explain this to me, but you both seem to know what this is. Oh, yeah. Shelby, would you like to? Or? It's a twist from the movie Hereditary. A, girl, a little girl gets her head cut, knocked off. Oh my God! And that's the I got the puzzle for my birthday. Um, have you made it? Like, did you do the puzzle? Mm, not yet. What we're planning to, you know, okay. you, the, when the moment strikes. Exactly. <laughs> you're saving special, it up. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, your next birthday. Yeah. Um, I remember going. I was looking up something about Hereditary, which is a uh, Jared. If you haven't seen it, please do. I, I well, but you don't like horror movies, do you? Well, I no, I don't, I'm I'm not I'm I'm. Neither here nor there. I, I, You're agnostic. What, 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 yeah, agnostic. What is what would hereditary? What's the draw? Um, it's a. I, I find it to be. It's like a. I think considered one of the recent new classics, like an actual good horror movie. Um, and actually, okay. and I, 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 scary for sure. But even beyond that, like a, a creeping level of dread that most horror movies can't really aren't really interested in achieving, and a lot of really horrifying stuff. For example. Uh, somebody's head being knocked off by a telephone pole, um, and then you see it later. It's uh, the question is like, do you want to actually be scared? Like, I feel like it's an actual movie. Like Allison, I would like some of the movies we do. Allison could watch. There's no conceivable way she could watch Hereditary, and I would never want her to. Like, she's someone who would have nightmares. So, question is, it's that scary. That's the thing that I'm like always like. Do I want to do this to myself? Like I, Absolutely. it's like when someone's like, it's like when someone's like, uh, have a weed gummy bear, and I'm like, <laughs> and and I'm like, am I gonna freak out? And they go, probably not. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't even want to take the chance that I'd be like up all night thinking about this movie. Yeah, that I gotta say, this is probably not for you. Yeah, there's, you should there's, watch there's, it. I should talk, and then, about it. talk about it on Patreon. That could be a fun thing. That's true. I think it's. I mean, it's a great movie, you know. So it's like that. That's what I would offer. Well, that's the thing like, with horror. You're not going to waste your time. It's a very well-made movie. Well, that's the thing with horror movies is sometimes they're like made badly, kind of like on purpose. It feels like like they're just like yeah, yeah. And then you, and then sometimes like I remember the I liked the cabin in the woods. Like I liked that that kind of like made fun of like mm-hmm. the turn on its head. Like that was a movie where they made fun of horror movies, like but in a scary way, which was kind of cool that they achieved that. Yeah, I feel like um, Hereditary is not that. I don't know. It's like, okay. I don't want to tell you. like, But no, I think it would be entertaining to see your reaction to it. Absolutely. I, I was just, when I saw it in the theaters, I was with some friends and a woman tapped my friend on the shoulder and he turned around. And this woman, we don't know, said, um, hey, just so you know, if I like have a stroke in the middle of the movie, I have pills in my bag. And we were both like, okay, we turned back around. And I was like, oh, was she just joking? Like, oh, it's going to be so scary if I like you see me freaking out. But then her friend, who she was with someone, came back from the bathroom and sat next to the, And the woman turns and says to her friend, I told them. 
<laughs> so that the whole movie. Oh so not only is the movie terrifying, but me and my friend are both like kind of like shooting glances back there because I'm like, if this woman th- plans or thinks that she's about to have a stroke and we have to be responsible, uh, one, I don't think that's how strokes You're- work. And two, don't put that on us. We're in front of you. Put it on the people behind you. Well, that is the the most hilarious luxury complaint that the person <laughs> has be- the person to keep looking. It should be the person. You're right. It should be the person behind It'll them. Be that right, is the lifeguard. The it would be hard enough to find pills in the dark in your exactly. own bag, let alone if somebody were, else's. Yeah, like I'm rummaging around. Also, like, are is that a real thing? Like, are there pills? Like, how do you force someone who's having a stroke to swallow something? Like, it anyway, is. So that really added to my inter- experience. It is an interesting thing. Sorry to interrupt. It, it is oh, an no. interesting thing to <laughs> the idea of like, hey, I'm going to need you to save my life. And then you go, no, 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 I'm out. You you can yeah. say I'm not I, I I'm not it's hard you can't even say no to it but you should be allowed to say no to that yeah I think we're both like okay but then also she was with someone so was her friend yeah. like no nah, I'm not doing that I want to watch the movie if you die that's on you tell them <laughs> like I don't know so, so I, I, look, I would stand out as like a terrifying movie experience and then also this woman was gonna have a stroke anyway she was fine she walked out I don't know what she was talking about it's a weird thing to say to someone in yeah. The movie. Uh, so let's do the emails. You ready? This is uh, everyone. Go check out Ruined. It's a podcast. Uh, what days do you guys come out now? Uh, Tuesday. We do Tuesdays. Tuesday, and then we have been doing like uh, af- the after show, Ruining Ruin, where we'll have guests on. Mm. Uh, we just had Dave on to discuss Videodrome. We've had we had Heidi Gardner on to discuss the Descent. So we're doing more of those, but at least every Tuesday you will get an episode of Ruined. Love it, Ruined. Go find it. Go subscribe. Hallie Kiefer here at Hallie Kiefer. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yes, let's do it. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. This is called, uh, we love a lifestyle question. I think this is a good question considering the friend date thing we just talked about. Jared, love the pod. Thanks for all you do. I'm a first year medical student doing a short externship in Atlanta this summer for about a month. I live in Kentucky. Since I'm only going for a month, I want to get the most bang for my buck. So do you have any advice on how to find meet people in the city during that short of time? I didn't go out much during lockdown, but now that I'm fully vaccinated, I feel so ready to have fun, a fun ass time and fully make a fool of myself. Any (laughs) advice at all is appreciative. Thank you. So what do you think? What's a good way? She's got a month. Yeah, I say, well, first thought, you know, and, the, you know, she could take this as, or he could take this as, as they will, uh, go to a comedy show. Like, to me, it's like, you should just be Ooh. going to events. Because one, even if you don't meet people, it's still fun. Like, you still get to, like, go have a drink and enjoy yourself. And I also feel like there, if you're in a place where, like, people are mixing and mingling, people are much more open to be like, oh, a total stranger, I'm going to talk to you. I also would maybe not say, and maybe this is, like, a peek into my inner psyche, I don't know if I would say to people, I'm only here for a month. I think you might be um, like, I'm new in town. What would you suggest? Get, take, you know, suggestions. Because the month to me, people might be like, oh, I'm not going to get involved if you're not going to like, you don't live here. You know, it, go- it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get involved. And then someone else is like, you know, that is a window into like, I think especially if she's saying like, um, she writes, I'm also fully ready to have a fun ass time and fully make a fool of myself. Like there's you're a right. man out there who's like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Uh, ending to this relationship is built in like you know I, I don't know I, I think like being yeah. a little cagey with how long oh I'm here for a little bit like I, I, or mm-hmm. I, just like it's not an important detail to like put out out there right. as much as it is I think the comedy show idea is a fantastic one because Atlanta specifically has a lot of like fun bar shows like yeah, and I don't know how. What's it? I, as a comedian, and you, you're a comic as well. Like, how? I don't even know where people go to find like the alt bar shows in a in a city. Like, I I know about them because I see the fucking Instagram posts every seven seconds from everyone we know. Yeah, right. I guess it's like yeah, it's like if you. I guess it's like find like look for Atlanta comics, follow them on Twitter, and then eventually yeah. they're gonna post venues and shows that you could show up at. But that's a great question. And honestly, unfortunately, after the pandemic, it's like how do you know? Even if you find them, it's like how do you know if they're still open or how do you know if they're sure. doing shows? So it is a harder time versus like normally you'd be able to like all right, I'll show up at a bar, you know, and, and find something. Well, um, and, but that's the thing about comedy, though, is like it happens that like there. Listen, everyone knows the shows that I put out there where I'm like, come to my show in Albany. But like there are these like fun bar shows that are good hangs afterwards. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, and it's people that like 
enjoyed the same humor. And, and that's a connecting thing. I would also say to this person, a month, you have to start now. You need to go to friends and family and be like, and in the way that Hallie and I met each other through a friend, hey, mm-hmm. put yes. the word out that you got a month in Atlanta. Do you know anyone in the area? Anyone cool mm-hmm. and fun? That's it. Anyone cool and fun in the area? And you could even do like, and listen, this kind of sucks to do, but you put on Instagram stories, you put on Facebook, yeah. you put on Twitter, go in Atlanta for a month. Anyone know some fun people for me to reach out to? And someone yeah. is going to make that fix up, as fe- especially, and then you do the friend date. You do, hey, let's get coffee. I just want to like introduce myself, say what's up. Yeah. Yeah, if you're willing to buy someone coffee or a drink, people will hang out with you. I also Absolutely. think like if you say I'm gonna be in Atlanta, a comedian's gonna put in your like come to my show. You know, like that's what you can always rely <laughs> on. A comedian is like they're gonna tell you where to go because they want desperate. bodies in the room. Absolutely. <laughs> Use J-train. their desperation to have fun. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Figs. Figs mission make awesome scrubs so healthcare professionals can look, feel, and perform their best. Join Figs in celebrating awesome healthcare professionals and give them the best scrubs in the world. In honor of the historic year nurses have had fighting COVID-19, Figs is celebrating Nurses Week all week long. From May 6th to May 12th with 20, 20, 20% off site-wide. Just use code J. JTRAIN15. That's JTRAIN15, JTRAIN15 at checkout. That's an incredible deal that will only be around for Nurses Week. And that's on the whole site. And I have to tell you people that Figs is the sponsor I get the most response from. People are thankful for it. People in the healthcare profession are, are waiting for deals to come up for this. So if you have a healthcare professional in your life, uh, anyone that, that, you know, this is a great time to buy that gift for them because they're going to love it. They protect us holding our hand, working day and night, and they risk their own lives for the sake of ours and to make this world a better place. No, they're not superheroes. They are awesome humans. I, I just got to say, like, you look at these. I, they sent me the pants, and the pants are great. They're, they're made for like athletics you know they're they're pants that you would wear you know to go do something and these people who work in these fields are looking for that type of thing so they find figs has finally brought scrubs into the 21st century with a focus on design function and comfort figs has a special proprietary fionx fabric fabric that's how you say it, fabric. It's a Fionx fabric that features Silvador, an antimicrobial and four-way stretch technology. They're also moisture-wicking, anti-wrinkle, and ridiculously soft. Get your figs customized with text and icon embroidery. That's a fun thing for a gift, plus lots of pockets. Some of their styles have 20 pockets. They do the right thing, 24-7 essentials. Don't know where to start. Their popular core scrubs never go out of stock of, or style and come in a rainbow of colors and you can mix and match any of their scrubs for a quick wardrobe refresh listen people this is uh quite a deal and it's only this from may 6th to may 12th celebrate nurses week all week long from may 6th to may 12th with 20 percent off site wide just use code jtrain15 at checkout that's jtrain15 at checkout head to wearfigs.com w-e-a-r f-i-g-s.com enter my code jtrain15 at checkout for 20 percent off love your scrubs The J Train Podcast is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. If you've ever had to look for a job, you know that it's no picnic. You start stress eating, your eyes burn from staring at job listings. It takes the patience of a saint to fill out every application. When it comes to hearing back about jobs, it's nothing but crickets, and you feel like a lone wolf lost in the shuffle. I I, I gotta say, finding a job is the hardest thing in the world. And it's, you know, what that read just said is so true. You're looking at job listings one after the other, and then you imagine yourself in it. It's an emotional roller coaster. You imagine yourself in the job. You say, that would be the perfect one for me. Then you fill out the whole thing and you send it in. And you're like, okay, I guess I just sent it into the ether. ZipRecruiter knows that the general experience of looking for a job is pretty sucky. That's why they figured out a way to make it unsucky. When you sign up for Zip, uh, when you sign up on ZipRecruiter.com, you can create a free profile. Then you get matched to great jobs, plus a lot more. ZipRecruiter will proactively pitch your profile to employers whose jobs match your experience. That's the best part, is you're going to a marketplace. It's not just one-sided. Both 
job seekers and employers are on ZipRecruiter. That's a huge deal. Unlike the other other job sites, if an actual person from the company really likes what they see, they can personally invite you to apply to their job. That is great. Candidates who are invited to apply on ZipRecruiter are nearly three times as likely to get hired. This is according to 10,000-plus logged-in ZipRecruiter users who reported being hired through ZipRecruiter during September and October 2020. Wow. Plus, if you like the job, you can apply to it and many others with just one click. It's that easy. No wonder ZipRecruiter is number one rated job. Job site in the US. So sign up for free on ziprecruiter.com today and experience the better way to find a job. Once again, go to ziprecruiter.com right now to sign up absolutely free and put ZipRecruiter to work for you. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Do you believe if it's meant to be, it will be? In general? You ready? No, oh, I was like, oh, damn, was that it? Well, you looked off, and I was like, you took a long sigh. And I was like, okay, maybe Hallie's coming it's in. It's a tough question. It's a tough one. These vague ones are always the toughest. I recently yeah. saw someone I have a history with who I very casually dated over a long period of time at a random store, but with hats slash masks, winter layers, and I had no makeup on. It was hard to tell if either of us could tell who we were, LOL. Plus, I was low-key horrified of how I looked, uh, crying face emoji. Later, it became clear to me that it was him. Also, he liked the next picture on Instagram that I posted. Okay, these are subtle uh, hints at the dance of love. I, I mm-hmm. These are all things that we can... Anyone can look at you and go, come on, and they're an asshole. <laughs> um, but these, to me, mean something. Everything means mm-hmm. something to me. So... But it was just around uh, after this happened that he started seeing someone else. The only reason I didn't reach out back to, back out to him uh, during the time was we haven't been talking. The only reason I didn't reach back out to him during the time we haven't been talking is because he knows I'm into him. And he was the, uh, the one uh, to kind of nicely drift off to begin with. And last time we hung out a year and a half ago, LOL, I asked him if he wanted to be single still. And he said, yeah, but you never know. He did say uh, during a separate conversation, let's keep in touch. But for me to key, uh, to reach out to him just felt weird to do since he knows that I'm looking for a relationship. I guess my question is, do you believe if it's meant to be, it will be? I also applied, uh, I also applied to where he uh, must newly work and had no idea until after. I was on the company LinkedIn page before the interview and saw it. So even though I interviewed <laughs> for the job since I was already a uh, lot... Uh, so even though I interviewed for the job since I was already locked in for it, I didn't pursue the opportunity since it was a small company and I feel, felt creepy as fuck about it. That's interesting. Um, we never actually dated. We were both single for a while, knowing each other when we first met, and he was freshly out of a five-and-a-half-year relationship. And I don't know if it doesn't help that I live 40 minutes from him still living at home. And I told him I wanted to eventually live in another state, which was uh, which has since changed. He's 29. I'm 27, if that matters. So considering all this information, it sounds like they they were kind of casual for a long time. It drifted off. She sees him. He likes an Instagram post. It's still on her mind. What's the, you know, is it, is it even worth thinking about Hallie Keith? I guess I feel like there's, I guess is I don't know what kind of science this is, but there's like a scientific phenomenon where like humans look for human faces in things that aren't human faces. Like you look at a tree bark and you see a human face. Uh-huh. She's looking at this situation and she's seeing uh, what might have been or, you mm. know, that kind of thing. But it seems to me that this guy <laughs> <laughs> sort of deliberately, which he said, drifted away. You know, yeah. I don't think that was unintentional, you know, and, 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 well, and it, let's get to know, that before we move on, because I think that's an important. I love the faces and trees reference because mm-hmm. I agree with you. She's seeing what could be. She's yes. being she's in the land of positivity, which mm-hmm. that's a fun land to be in. Um, I would also say the idea that. Everything has intention to it, like whether we want to believe that or not, like him liking the picture, it's intentional. It's it's mm-hmm. a it's a soft yoo-hoo That's of true. sorts. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm with you 100 percent because it's like we have to li- we can live in a world. There are people it's easier to. And it, I said this with the Instagram, like it's easier to live in the world of like, no, it means nothing. And those people mm-hmm. are genuinely like. 
hate being vulnerable. The vulnerable mm-hmm. side of it is I think this means something. I kind of felt something because it was like nice to get liked, you know, a picture liked by someone who I kind of saw as a, uh, as a potential mate. And, and all of this may means something. I think we have to admit right. to that. And, and I think like maybe, you know, the face analogy, it's like sometimes it is a human face. So I mm. think, you know, and that's the problem with social media is like that could have been a, an innocuous, like friendly, you know, at least in his mind, like or it could be like, oh, I want to let you know, I'm like, I'm still around if you want to talk or whatever. But you aren't fundamentally going to know that unless you reach out to him in some way. And I don't personally and obviously I, I am a very cynical, pessimistic person in a lot of ways, but I don't think if things are meant to be then they'll happen. I think you have to make things happen. So I think if this is on your mind, it, it, unfortunately, might it end in embarrassment or whatever. But if that's the worst thing that's going to happen, guess what? We're all going to be embarrassed trying to date. You know, like, I think you got to move it along, message him or do something like that. I, I agree with you. I think the lot, like, we have to change this narrative. If it's meant to be, it will be is like, that's a Disney song. That's, right. that's, that's what the fairy godmother sings to you before she poofs you into the, you know, into the, the pumpkin, into the chariot. You know, like, if it's, I can even, <laughs> if it's meant to be, it will be. Sure, he didn't call you back that night, but he liked your Instagram. If it's meant to be, it will, wow. you know, like, it does feel like it would yeah. All these cartoon birds appeared. Tweet, 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 tweet. You know, (laughs) and you see his story posted on a Tuesday night. Yeah, like it does feel. And again, that's seeing the face in the tree. Mm -hmm. So I think if you changed it, like we should change this saying. If it's meant to be, it will be. No, no, no. If it's meant to be, it's because you made it happen. Yeah. And that's kind of off the top of my head. I don't know. There's probably a better way of saying, but like, just like you're saying, like, hey, you got to like, like when she writes, um, I asked him if you want to be single and he said, yeah, but you never know. So you're, you're, that's to go back to your metaphor, if that's what it's called. That's the, but you never know is her looking for the face. Yes. And and I think like maybe again I we're, I'm giving this this guy the you know benefit of the doubt or whatever maybe he doesn't know but it, it, there's only one way <laughs> he's not the one moving the ball so at the end of the day if you want something to happen you should be the person to make it happen and I think like when it comes to dating I think we all like a lot of times we don't want to make a move because we don't want to have our illusion ruptured. Like it's easier to live in, in, in a fantasy because it's so nice. Like how nice all the things I imagine. So it can be very difficult to be the one to reach out, but you know, it's better to do it with someone that you genuinely already know you're like attracted to and interested in versus having to do it with somebody you don't really like, or having to meet new people and then like, see if you like them. It's all hard. So at least you have sort of a, a person in mind. I say, Put it, put it out there. Put it back out there. Worst thing, worst thing that's going to happen. He, the same thing is going to happen again, which stinks. But what can you do? You know. Here, here's where I'll add to your advice because I do believe in owning what you want, and it sounds like you want to reach out to this guy. Yeah, uh, I think failure teaches. So Ooh. you have to make this a situation where you can fail. The only way to reach out to someone, uh, what you know, what could have been, is to include failure in the option. And I know that's hard to do because what she's doing right now is, oh, he said, like, she even avoided failure in their breakup. She's looking for, oh, but you never know. Mm -hmm. And in a separate conversation, let's keep in touch. So she's built in loopholes to make, so here's, you can't build in loopholes. So if I'm her, you got to reach out to this guy, hey, I was thinking about us the other night. We had a really great time together. I would love to explore that option if you're up for it. Let's do dinner and kind of reconnect. It's dinner or it's no dinner. So if he does dinner, let's take him at his word. Benefit of the doubt. Okay, you go for dinner and you see if you like him as much as you liked him before. Mm -hmm. He's going to be nice to you. That's the problem. And that's where the loopholes come in. 
if he's nice to you and says, well, maybe, but I don't know what I'm looking for. Okay. Hey, no problem. Then you block. You have to block because Mm -hmm. you're now living in the Disney cartoon of what will be, will be, you know, like in the Tweety Birds. When you eventually, not like everyone has one relationship where it all works out, whatever. It's like, but when eventually this person, whether it's this guy or somebody else, you are going to date someone and they are going to make it very clear that they're up to date you. Like Mm. you, like, it's like, and I understand we all get fixated like on the situation in front of us. I'm telling this person, you are going to be potentially with him or with someone else in a different situation where you will not have to look for the face. The face will just be there and it'll be looking at you and be like, yes, I would like to go to dinner again or I'd like to get to know you or whatever. Absolutely. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Hal Kiefer. Let's do uh, ruined is her podcast. Let's do one more and then we'll do the final one. Is that okay? Are we on time with all that? Great. Let's do it. Let's do. Oh, you are a Los Angeles resident, right? Mm-hmm. Matchless in Los Angeles. Okay. Okay. So you are our LA correspondent, Hallie Kiefer. <laughs> I have how, only been in a relationship while living in L.A., but I will do my best. How long have you been in L.A.? Um, I moved to L.A. Well, I was kind of like uh, dating Dave long distance in 2019. So I was like back and forth. Like I spent all of November of that year. And then early last year, I was like moving my stuff. But in my mind, officially, we moved in together March 1st of last year. So, so then and it was immediately quarantined. So, you know, but how, um, how long have you and Dave? How did you and Dave meet? We met on Twitter, of course. Um, he was he had just gotten a job. He was working for the WWE at the time, so he was mm-hmm. moving to Stamford, Connecticut. For those who know, was, you know, Dave Schilling is a um, I, I don't I've heard him on podcasts for years, so I'm I, I, I'm a genuine fan of his um, as well. So, how would you describe? What he uh, yeah, uh, I would say writer, uh, man about town, <laughs> fashionista. <laughs> um, again, he has a podcast, Galaxy Rays. Please go listen to it. It's yeah. very funny. Um, but yeah, so he, at the time he was working at the WWE, so he was moving to Stanford. And we had followed each other. And I, I, I think I had done that. Remember that uh, show uh, at the Bell House, the 51st Jokes? Yeah. So I had done that. He had messaged me like, oh, what was your joke? And I had recorded it. So I sent it to him. Yada, yada, yada. He ends up, when, when we're there, we end up going out a couple times. And he eventually moves back here. He, he has a son from his uh, marriage, previous marriage here. So he was always going to come back. And I was like, well, I guess we're doing this. And so, yeah. yeah so then we moved in and then immediately um, quarantine started. So again, my idea, but I, I've never been single in LA. I, I, I'm going to give this person my honest try. But, but you're I, an very observer little... of people. Exactly. So you know That's what's true. going on there. So That's true. Matt Boots Jared, on the ground. Greeting and salutations. Thank you for doing the seemingly impossible task of providing actionable advice while sprinkling in humor. Well, thank you. I'm a 33-year-old single female. I had never used a dating app until two years ago when I downloaded Hinge. In my 20s, it felt easy to meet guys in the quote-unquote wild as I was exploring career fields, enjoying various interests and hobbies, and dipping in and out of multiple friend circles. As I get older, I feel like my dating life had stalled because I wasn't meeting many new people uh, since my career goals had narrowed and my friend group got smaller. When I got on Hinge, I matched with a lot of guys. I had in-app conversations with some of them and went on dates with about 10 to 15 different guys. However, they all fizzled after a few dates. When COVID hit, I decided to take a break from the app since I was slightly burnt out from online dating and didn't have the motivation to message with guys I wasn't going to meet in person. A year later, I'm fully vaccinated, feel refreshed to meet some new people again. I reinstalled the app about six weeks ago and updated my profile, keep in mind, keeping in mind your tips, solo, full body shots, answers that are positive and specific. I've noticed that I get way less liked than I used to. And when I do match with a guy, he either won't answer me or stops talking a couple messages in. I can't even get to the point of deciding if I like a guy enough to go on a date with him. Why is this happening? Are people not ready to date yet? Is it because I'm older and quote unquote older women tend to not do as well on the app? I feel like something must be wrong with me that no guy even wants to chat with me. I appreciate any insight you can have. Uh, All the best to you. So what do you think? I mean, this is a really tough question because I feel like we are still at the tail end of the mm-hmm. pandemic. You know, I'm not fully vaccinated, so we're kind of not hanging out yet. Um, but I, you know, and again, I don't want to 
downplay the the value of the apps. I've dated people off the apps before, but I think we are about to experience a summer of truly unprecedented social interaction yep. where people are going to be out and willing to meet people. Like there's like go see a band, like, again, go to a comedy show. Like, people are going to be out and wanting to meet people face-to-face. Yeah. And I don't know, the the apps thing, I don't know, I'm always like, the algorithm controls, like, who we meet, like, everything is controlled by, like, Big Brother. So I have a lot of, like, concerns about that. But I think if you're not meeting people on the apps, we are about to head into a period where you will be able to just meet people as if you were on an app. Like, you were just going to be meeting people all the time and... I think if you're open to that, you're going to have a lot more luck with that. That's just my opinion. What do you think? I, I'm with you. The, the general message you just gave, I think I totally agree. It's going to be the sexy summer. It's going to be out and about, day hangs, into the night. People are going to want to see each other. They're going to want to meet new people. I think, like, let's live in the land of positivity. I would also say to this person, it's not you. Like, no, it's not you. You you're here's the, the, the I think getting off the app and let's let's think of what we can concentrate on, because what I think her problem is she's matching with guys who are lazy and just are looking for easy, casual situations. I think the apps are kind of losing the, the problems with the dating apps. It's like. One of two people. I'm looking for a relationship or I'm looking to get blown. There's mm-hmm. and be, because the middle is tough to achieve on the app. And the middle is let's get together. Let's get some coffee. Maybe we hook up. Maybe we don't. Maybe we have we have right. a good time. I get to know someone um, and maybe we date, you know, mm-hmm. and because that is. A, so a lot of these guys that are looking to ma- meet and maybe date are actually, I would think, getting away from the dating apps. Like, yeah. Like, in, in, so to this person, because we know summer, sexy summer, people are going to be out, let's get off the app and get into our friend groups. Let's get into mm-hmm. our, our crews. You said it's, they've shrunk a little bit, but let's get into those groups. Let's start investing in these relationships that are good because they're going to have other relationships in their life. They're going to be they're going to be people to go out with. People want to be around other people that mm-hmm. are fun people. They're going to be people to make plans with. These are things like I I do believe that like one thing produces the other. You take a multivitamin yeah. in the morning, you're going to be healthier during the day. Like but it's harder to see because you're like, well, dating app gets me to dating. No, no, right. no. Dating app gets you to what how was your weekend? How was your weekend? How was your weekend? Do they, you know, like and yeah. Friends gets you to fulfilling relationships. Exactly. And yeah, it's like the friends of friends that you're going to meet this summer at parties. You were not going to meet at the apps. I also think like, you know, because she made it mentioned about like being like older and it's sort of like less people are messaging her. It's like, OK, but when you were younger and you were getting 15 messages and going on those 15 dates, it wasn't that great. Yeah. So I think what we're looking for is quality and quality is easier, easier to find. I think not like a quality of a person, just a quality oh. of a relationship or an interaction. A You're match. You're going to be able to f- a match in real life because I think it's like, you know, like the algorithm that is a limited pool of people, both male and female. And you can never know how they're interacting. Some people make it and then never use it. Like some yeah. people are like, I don't know. So we can't it's, read into that kind of that deeply into the algorithm, but definitely getting out and off the apps, at least for this summer, I think will be the way to go. I people. think also you're going to find, I think just like we have to admit to the human inadequacies that are built within us. Mm-hmm. I think men on these apps are like searching for a mirage. Like they're distracted by, am I going to like have this casual wild thing happen from it? And then they don't. So when you are out with friends and you're at a bar and you meet someone in person, like you're almost the built in fun of it of, right. You know, like, like it's almost like it's what a guy kind of needs to be excited about it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, no, it- I definitely think so. And I think, like, even as a, a woman, where it's just like, you know, you're, she was saying, like, oh, I, I don't even get to the point where I know if I want to go out with them. It's like, yeah, because you're just like, hey, how are you? Like, yes. that's not something that anyone could use to be like, oh, am I going to be sexually attracted to this person? Who could tell? You know? So, but I agree, like, the in personness of this, 
I don't know. It's just like, that's what and it is. LA has so need. many like fun. Like what I love about LA right now, I think Uber like made that city great. Like it made it like an actual functioning city. Like I went there before Uber and you have to rent a car and you'd have yeah, to like, tough. nobody would go out really. And now there are some bars there like, that I like love going to like and and yeah. fun outdoor experiences. There's cool neighborhoods. I went to a bar there. I can't. Eat. There's cool restaurants. What's that Italian place that I go to all the time? Oh, it's so good. I don't know. I'm Olive I'm, Garden. The Olive Garden. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I, I, I listen, go to the OG, get the breadsticks. Um, But like lean into I think this is the friend summer. I think this yeah. is like not the app summer. Like, I don't think. To me, like I'm not saying apps are going to go away, but I, I th- the the value of them, we're all learning. It's not really fit fitting kind of how people are. Yeah, it's very limited. Like it's it's what it's what it's able to do is limited because the way that people interact is just inherently limited on the apps. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Noom. Think about everything you've ever learned about getting healthy. There's a lot of contradictory information out there, and things like that old-fashioned food pyramid are much help. Enter Noom. It's not about what you just ate, about but it's about how you eat in general. Based in psychology, Noom teaches you how to eat so you can accomplish your personal health goals and stick with them long-term because you don't need rules to lose weight. You need knowledge. If you want to get healthy and stay healthy, you need to know more about how you make decisions. This is a huge part of Noom, and it's what I love. It's a little nudge in your side. They come with you, come with these fi- like fun facts that really help you. It's like one of those things of like, don't do this, do this. Like There's one where it was raisins versus grapes, and it was like, Raisins and grapes are basically the same thing. It's just dried grapes. And then you go, then they go, well, you can have this many raisins versus this many grapes. And what's going to keep you fuller? And you go, oh, I guess the water makes a difference and helps me stay satiated. And, And these are just the fun things that you learn. And Noom is designed by psychologists, but there's no psych- scientific jargon or complicated stuff to remember. Noom makes learning easy. Over 80% of Noomers finish the pro- uh, program. Okay, 80% of Noomers finish the program. S- over 60% have stuck with their goals for at least one year. Think of how many times you've started some sort of program for your health and fitness and you and 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 you, you don't finish it. 60%, that's crazy. There's a science to getting healthier. It's called Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M.com slash J-Train. Learn how to eat again with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M.com slash J-Train. Sign up today at Noom, N-O-O-M.com slash J-Train. J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Hallie Kiefer. Go follow at Hallie Kiefer. Podcast is ruined. Go, go, go. Get subscribed. Let's do one more email. Is that okay? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I forwarded you um, an email earlier. All right. Okay. We got it? Yes. Okay. Now, I love this email because it's 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 a full discussion for us to have. Mm-hmm. Because there's I, exhibits, there's exhibit A, exhibit B. We have B. exhibit A, exhibit B. This person, sometimes the best screenshot ones come through DM. So this person DM me, and oh. I was like, okay, this is a great discussion, and I'm happy to have mm-hmm. it with a woman because I, I, I genuinely, I disagree with some moves that were made, but I, I, I love this that we're hashing it out because I think it can help everyone at home. So. And also, if you have a great screenshot or a discussion with a screenshot, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Okay. Should you say you want to be friends? Okay. I love and appreciate all the honest dating advice you guys give and would love to hear your thoughts on this situation. I moved to Denver during COVID, and the dating scene's been a wash. For example, I was dating a guy for a month when he told me he was going on a reality dating show to further his career. <laughs> plot twist, he's a solar panel salesman. I, I don't know how, is that the plot twist? Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I, I hope they I, get him out there. I feel like more people should know about him. Yeah, I'm yeah, kind of right. bored with this guy's plan. <laughs> yeah, we could save the earth via yeah. us watching him do stupid stuff on a reality show. Okay. Anyway. I'm perfectly fine not dating. I just miss having a big group of guy friends. My friend and I went out this weekend, and long story short, two different guys at two different bars asked for my number. And I ended up unintentionally doing a science experiment that tested the question, should you ever be friends with a guy that you don't want to go out with? Okay. My 
Siri just went off. Okay. <laughs> Exhibit A. This guy seemed like a lot of fun, so I gave him my number early on in the night, but he got pretty drunk and started to be annoying. He ended up FaceTiming me twice within 30 minutes of me leaving the bar and texting me saying, hey, I missed you. I low-key like you. I saw it Sunday morning when I woke up and instantly knew this was a no-go. I hate ghosting, so I decided to be mature and politely decline his invitation to go to a Star Wars art exhibit. It was a little tricky, though, because he's uh, his friend had been texting my friend and their whole group was a blast. I didn't want it to be awkward in case we're ever in a group again. So I tacked on the would love to hang out as friends as an insurance policy. So let's read the exhibit. A. You ready? I'll be him. Mm -hmm. You be her. Is that cool? Okay. Yes, absolutely. Hey, how's it going today? Smiley face. My drunk text at 238. Let me read this again. Let me start from the beginning. Hey, how's it going today, smiley face? My drunk text at 2.30. Hand palm to face emoji. Ha ha. Do you still want to go to the Star Wars art gallery on Tuesday? Hey, sorry for the delay. Been a crazy day. I should have been more upfront last night, but I'm not looking to date England right now, but would love to hang out as friends if you're up for it. Hey, coming back with a sorry on your sorry. I was in the middle of something, totally forgot to respond to this. Yeah, we could be friends. Friends that have sex together sometimes. That's that type of friends, right? Okay, that's exhibit A. Mm-hmm. Now, should we talk about this exhibit? Because I, sure. I don't... What do you think of this situation? This well, offer to... I... You know, um, I feel like... I'm just going to start even further back. I've never had a big group of guy friends. And mm. I, so it's an interesting to want that as a goal that, because as someone who almost exclusively is friends with women and gay men mm-hmm. to want to cultivate a big group of guy friends, I think is an interesting goal, but I just don't want her to get fixated on that. If that is not in the cards, that being said, it seems like from what she said, I don't know. It's like, if she didn't want to date him, she didn't want to date him, you know? So it's like she, she could either tell him, before they go see the Star Wars art gallery exhibit or after. And I feel like she did the right thing and being like, I just want to be friends. Will this guy want to be friends with her? It does not seem so. If no. I had to say, I do not think that's in the cards. <laughs> friends, friends that have sex together sometimes. That type of friends, right? That's a, that is an aggressive response to let's it's be friends. It's not smooth either. It is no. not like if you genuinely are like, oh, maybe I can cultivate friends. With this, this certainly was not the way to go. You know? And here's the problem, as I see, and I agree with you. I, I think her goal should be, I want a, a big group of fun friends. Whether a right. guy, girl, whatever they uh, identify as, it doesn't matter. Like, right. I, I, I think the goal of a big group of guy friends is uh, maybe you've in the past gotten along, but be, just because you have doesn't mean you will. You know, like, I, I, I don't think, I, I'm with you, that seems like a... it's just like you're not seeing the forest through the trees exactly yeah and well uh, maybe we should do the other one because i have some larger thoughts about the question but yeah i mean but uh but uh, this guy was like i'm just gonna you know do a hail mary pass i know it's not gonna work out but i'm gonna say it and you know but i feel like she was good to be upfront about but i guess sorry and this is another question is would you actually want to be friends with this particular person it doesn't seem like it it seems like oh i don't want to make it weird if my friend is hanging out with their friends and i'm friends with the group this is not a friendship that it seems like she wants to cultivate this is the problem is every this is why we answer emails that are very similar there's always context there's nuance Mm-hmm. If 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 he wrote, hey, how's it going? If all we had is, hey, how's it going today? Smiley face. My drunk text at two uh, thirty, and his drunk text was something like, "Are you still out?" Then yeah. asking to be friends makes sense. But the mm-hmm. fact that, hey, I miss you, FaceTimed you twice, thirty minutes of you leaving the bar—that is a thirsty dude. Right. And sometimes you have to believe people. And yeah. the idea that your friend is having a good conversation with his friend, that's not your problem. You guys will figure it out. Things are going to be awkward. That's okay. I would right. rather have an awkward interaction with him where he knows I don't want to fuck you or right. be friends with you rather than this offer for friendship that he won't believe. And he didn't believe. Right. So I think I don't, I don't believe it. I don't think that she wants to be friends with this guy. No, It doesn't. Yeah. So it's like don't don't even extend the friendship in this particular situation. But that's the thing. If you if if someone if like listen, 
she says, I'm looking for more friends, but you have to have some taste. You're like, like, right. like, you're like, you, so this exhibit A is a mistake to me. You could say, mm-hmm. great meeting last night. I just want to let you know I'm not looking to date. Right. I, I wish you the best. End it, of sentence. Absolutely. Game over. Yeah. And then he he probably is going to write back, um, still want to fuck? Like, he's going to be right. thirsty, thirsty uh, Thurman, and that's okay. <laughs> and you got to ignore him, block, whatever. And then maybe your friend becomes friends with a friend, and then maybe down the road this becomes a friendship of some sort. But that's not that's up to him to get over his shit. It's not for up to you to like hold his hand yeah. into friendship. And that's kind of what you're doing. But let's go to exhibit B yeah. if that's okay. I barely chatted with this guy, but he seemed very nice and polite. He had asked for my number because his group was going out for the derby and invited us to meet them later on. I wasn't attracted to him, but his friends were super fun and it seemed like my friend and I would get along with them. We didn't end up meeting up, but he asked me out to dinner. Again, I wasn't attracted to him, but I wanted to be friends, so I sent almost the same exact text, Exhibit A, uh, as Exhibit A, but it got a way different outcome. She uh, you want to be her, I'll be him? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll start with his thinking dinner. Okay. Thinking Monday dinner. I'll make a reservation whenever you say you're in. Hey, sorry for the delay. Been a crazy day. Oh, so she was a cut and paste situation. Yeah. I should have been more upfront yesterday, but I'm not really in a place to date right now, but would love to hang out as friends if you're up for it. No problem at all. Thanks for being up front. I'm always happy to make a new friend. So that works for me. Of course. Sounds good. And she writes now back to the question of the day. Should you ever toss in let's be friends suggestion if you're not into a guy? Only if you genuinely want to try to be friends with this person. In mm-hmm. both these situations, the extension of I'd love to be friends, I don't know. Maybe the second one a little bit more so. But I don't know if these, we know nothing about these people, about their interactions. So the idea of like, I would be friends with them. It's sort of like, why? Why do you want to be friends with them? Yeah. Do, you know, did you have such a great time? Like this guy's like, I barely chatted with this guy. So, so why do you want to be friends with them? And that's not like a, oh, you have to defend wanting to be friends with this person or, but it's like, if this is how you're trying to meet friends is meeting guys at bars and giving them your number, I think a lot of them are going to assume that you want to go on a date versus let's say you're meeting like, again, at a comedy show or like you are at a book reading or you're there with a bunch of friends. Like, or I understand like there's different situations where people might be less inclined to think, but if you're meeting these guys out, I don't know. I think a lot of people will be like, aha, I, I understand. You give me your number. I understand what's going on here. You know? Yeah. I, I love what you're saying because, again, this goes back to taste. People like I her her problem is the copy and paste. She yeah. if she had said to him, hey, listen, I'm not looking at day right now. I know we barely chatted, but your friends seem like a cool group. And my group is looking to like be a bigger group. We should right. all do something like that's a more yes. honest representation of, you know, let's be friends, you and I. And yeah. listen, I'm not saying that the guy I'm not trying to let guys off the hook that are like, oh, she said friends, but she's definitely looking to like date me like that's a that's a ego filled asshole, too. But I'm just saying you have to you can only control your own thing in this. So your own thing is you have to be so honest that someone else's dishonesty is very apparent. Yeah. And, and I wonder is as uh, someone who has a lot of guy friends, like what is her experience with like in a group, people dating or breaking up or like pe- people being interested in one another, but like not dating. Cause I feel like that's a very common thing in co-ed friend groups is like, sure. listen, people sleep together. People are friends with their exes, people, whatever, at least in my experience. So it's like, I think to your point, yeah, like just being as completely honest as possible and upfront as possible is the way to go. I just think if I was in this situation and I met a guy and mm. he gave me his number and was like, oh, okay, we'll go to the Star Wars art gallery or wherever I wanted to go, I would also think, oh, this, I think this might be a date. Yeah. So when he clarifies, I just want to be friends, I, I mean, like, not that I wouldn't be friends, but I'm almost like, well, but I don't know you. Like, I thought we were like, we, we I thought this was, like, we would go on a date and get to know one another. If you're saying, I want to be friends with you, total stranger I just met. It's like, <laughs> oh, I don't know if I want that either. You know? Yeah, that, that's a, I think that's a great point because it's like, why? The only reason to go out <laughs> together is attraction. And, right. and you're saying it's not there, but I want to be friends with you, even though I don't know anything about you. 
Like, right. Yeah. And I think like your point, which is like, oh, I'm going to have some, we're going to, my girlfriends, we want to go out as a big group. We want to go again to watch the Derby or something like that. That's a great, in my mind, situation to foster friendships where you're, there's an activity you're hanging yes. out versus one-on-one you're going out and it puts less pressure on unclear. it. Like yes. there's actual pressure, like, and, and then there's confusion. She says yeah. she's not dating, but she's here, even though we spoke for five. And the idea that she's like, look at same text, different results. Well, same text, different people. You had one guy that's like FaceTiming you saying, I like you. And then you have another right. guy who is like a nice, you know, respectful dude. And he's just there. And then, then the guy who wants says, I like you, says, let's fuck. And then the respectful guy goes, I would like a friendship. Right. Where there's no surprise. Why are you surprised? Right. What was the thesis? That's like every scientific experience. You have to have a thesis that you're trying mm. to prove. In this thesis, I don't know what it is because it's like, yeah, there are two different people who have di- two different things going on in their life who uh, maybe misunderstood uh, the situation a different way. And so you got totally different responses. Yes. I And this is just me and I, I'm a very petty juvenile person. But I know if I was younger and I met a guy and I was excited and he's like, oh, we'll go to the Star Wars exhibit or wherever we're going. Yeah. And he said, we just want to be friends. I, I'm like, see, on the flip side, like I would never hang out with that guy. I would never Not because there's anything yeah. wrong with that situation, but it's like, I don't know you. Like... I'm not going to be friends with somebody I just met at a bar, you know. And not to, like, besmirch the emailer because I'm happy they sent it in, but it's like, absolutely. why do I want to be friends with you? You know, like, yeah. I, I listen, you, you seem nice. You seem cool. You wrote a nice email. But, like, like, I'm sitting there thinking no one needs to be my friend. Like, no one needs to be a part of your fun group. Uh, there's much more guys out there who are the – Friends who fuck, you know, like that right, are going to yeah. go that way. But I do believe, hey, you could say as a group, we're a fun group. Your group seems fun. Like give yeah. them the, you know, the opportunity in a no pressure, casual situation. And then maybe friendship happens. But friendship can't be forced. Right. Yeah. It's like, should I ever throw out, but I'd like to be friends. Yeah. If you actually want to be friends and you're actually like, I want to, I love Star Wars. So like I'm going to convention or well, like, it's like if you have something where like, this is a friendship that I really would like to cultivate, then yeah, I think that makes more sense. If it's just like, oh, I met you and I'm saying this because I don't want to date you, well, that's not what friendship is anyways. Exactly. Oh, you know how we became friends? She didn't want to fuck me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, that's not fun. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Hallie Kiefer, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. So much fun. You were fantastic. The audience loved you. At Hallie Kiefer on Instagram. Uh, Ruin. That's the podcast. Get subscribed. Go listen. Co-host it with Allison Leiby. Shelby, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. (laughs) I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday. We'll be back next episode. Boom.